picked up a great beat on your supercar stereo, Jazz. <laughs> you dig it, huh, Spike? Well, let me ramp up the decibels for you. You know, it, it's just good to see that, you know, that there's more than just old creepy men in their basements. <laughs> Kara might have rushed the production of Thundercracker to get it out before Christmas. Kara's just trying to beat everyone to the punch now. Frankly, I think I'm going to end up buying this. This figure's not overly complicated in design. Has the toy version got a different head spell? Isn't there a captain of the Lost Lamppost? He's co-captain. He's his <laughs> Yeah, especially considering it costs so much. Uh, let's get down to business, shall we? Hello and welcome to Off the Shelf, the voice of Transformers Collectors Club Australia. This is episode 52. We are recording live on March 4th, 2016. I'm Jason. Joining me tonight, we have Brad. Once again, it's just the two of us. How are you doing, Brad? Good, Jason. Yourself? <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I like the little shrug there, although I think the, <laughs> I think the camera actually cut over to you a little bit late for it, but that's okay. Uh, you you got to remember the camera cuts over in hangouts when you make noise, not when you make a gesture, but that's okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, we're, 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 still, we're still learning hangouts. Um, yeah. how's, how's it going? It's, it's been a ridiculously busy week for me, and it's all, it's all work-related, really. It's, um, yeah, I'm, I'm moving into a slightly new role at work, and so uh, I've been coming home tired at night and just going to bed. But, hmm. oh, I wish I could do that. <laughs> it has been an insanely busy week here. Well, you've had you've had no sleep basically since you've been uh, you went down to Melbourne at the start of the at the start of the week for a couple of events. We'll we'll talk about those in the uh, in the group. Yeah. I've been feeling it ever since. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I just I need have, to catch up. I had one night of like really bad sleep, and I've yeah I've just been behind the eight ball for the rest of the week. What yeah. shame. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Look, uh, let, let's let's do the uh, let's do the quick intro stuff. Uh, Off the shelf is the podcast for Transformers Collectors Club Australia. The TCCA website is transformerscca.com. You'll find links there to the Facebook discussion group, the Facebook sales group, the YouTube channel, Twitter page, and of course this podcast. Um, if you are listening to us in Australia, thank you. If you're not. Mm, well, we still love you. But if you are listening in Australia, uh, you can become a paid and proud member of the club for just $5. You can send a message to Brad. Uh, Brad's name in the group is Brad Ostron Prime. And uh, yes, or send him a message on the TCCA website and uh, get your membership underway. Now, membership fees go towards the purchase of uh, prizes for donation drives, uh, participation at conventions, um, so, you know, tables at Supernova and more. Yeah, well, the club does a few random things throughout the year, and uh, so yeah, everyone's membership fees help us do that. Um, so, Brad, can you give us a, an update on the uh, the paid and proud member count this week and the social members? Uh, we uh, we decided to end the uh, applications for members, paid members, but we've gone up by one to two hundred uh, two hundred seven. Always so, happens when you shut the door on something. Yeah, yep. And our social member count, which is good to see, is 1664, which is up 27 from last week. That is rapidly closing in on 2,000 members. We are getting there, yep. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, so the February donation drive is done. Um, thank you, everyone who donated. And uh, Brad, you've got, you've got the winners, you've got the winners uh, details there. Who, who, are the, who are the club members who won? Uh, congratulations to Andrew. Uh, Arno, Beverly, Troy, Chris, 
with a K and Chris with a C. <laughs> Chris and Chris. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They are two different people, I can assure you of that. Um, your prizes are in the mail now, heading toward heading to you. You should get them this week or early next week. Fantastic. And so as we alluded to earlier, you had a very uh, well, anyone who listened to last week's podcast will know you had a very early morning last Saturday because you headed down to Melbourne for uh, the trade day at um, uh, one of the Melbourne members group, uh, I believe it was Roy Condesa, um, yep. at his house at Narry Warren. Um, man, tell us a little bit about it. How'd it go? It was uh, it was great. There was probably, I think it was about 15, 20 stalls there with everything 80s, childhood. Um, I've seen one table. We had a couple of sets complete with uh, Mighty Max. Uh, there was another table there with anything Simpsons you could imagine. Um, Club Secretary Simon Chambers had his uh, set up there and a lot so of he, action he, figures. He actually, he actually took the rescue lab on the road. Yeah, yep. <laughs> and it was good to see a lot of stuff there. Uh, <laughs> we did have one young boy come in and uh, I had uh, Revenge of the Fallen Desert Brawl uh, on the table for sale and he picked it up and said, look, it's Devastator. So thank you, Michael Bay. Um, but apart from that, we sold sold some figures, uh, sold some club merch, um, hand out a heap of cards, and uh, surprisingly, we had a lot of probably thirteen to sixteen females, uh, teenage females asking for Soundwave and some other what? figures. Yeah, I was going to say, was someone was someone at the uh, event selling Bratz figures or something? She loved Soundwave, but she had didn't have a Soundwave figure. I had uh, two boxes of bits down there and pulled out. Well, she pulled out a uh, Transformers Prime Soundwave with no arms and no legs, and no laser beak on his chest. And I just sort of please and start digging through. Oh, arm, arm, leg, leg. Okay. Oh, okay. There's laser beak and pulled laser beak out. And going. Oh, okay. Fifteen dollars. <laughs> <laughs> and sold, sold to her and it was the first sound wave and she carried around a top pocket the whole time. So <laughs> it was it was good to see that sort of passion coming from someone so young. I'm sure Soundwave would be absolutely mortified and ashamed that they uh, are being carried around in someone's pocket. Oh <laughs> uh, yes. So, yeah. So you had uh, you also had a, a second event on the hop last week because you went out to the uh, the comic comic expo comic comic expo. We were just talking about this how we don't actually know how to pronounce it. Um, yeah. But, uh, I don't think a, there's a C in there. <laughs> no, it's um it's kind of like blended into the X. Uh, mm. But this was this was a this was a new collectors event at uh, Collingwood Town Hall, I believe, was it? Yeah, and this was a lot bigger. Um, we mistakenly believed the doors open at nine o'clock, so mm-hmm. we're there at seven. Uh, and I could have got some extra sleep, but didn't. And they opened at ten o'clock. Uh, they had a lot of people through. Nice. I haven't, I haven't been to their site yet to see what the estimated uh, income was, but oh, attendance. But uh, there was a lot of people there. Uh, sent a lot of, um, not repeats, but uh, a lot of people that we've seen at Nova down there before. Mm-hmm. Um, in there, and again, lots and lots of figures for sale. Just doing a wander around some of the tables. If uh, if you need to find it, it was there. Um, pleasant surprises set up beside us, which was good. They had their uh, their G1 Fort Max in box there for sale, plus a lot of the um, Takara Combiner Wars gift sets, um, and a lot of other figures too. 
And it was good. It was good being set up behind them and seeing Yuan in that again, or Eugene, I should say. Yuan. Uh, <laughs> I wish I could cut that out. Um, <laughs> Just treat it yeah. like radio, ignore it, and yeah. own the mistake. Yeah. <laughs> yep, it was. It was good. Um, I had to escape out the back cave or the bad exit at three o'clock just so I could get home because I had to work at three o'clock Monday morning. But um, it was great. It was great seeing a lot of people, um, a lot of kids there. A big thank you. I know Simon donated a heap of uh, sort of McDonald's Happy Meal toys and figures and that. And um, a lot of kids left happy, I believe, because they uh, got to play for Transformer. Happy they... Meals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got to play with something they didn't have to pay for. So it was, it was good. It was two good events down there. Whether it uh, added to the twenty-seven new members this week or not, don't know. But uh, I, I think given given the numbers that we usually see on the social member count each week, I think it's a fair bit. It did. Yeah. Yep. So it was good to see. Good. It was good fun. Good event. Both events were great. So. Yep. Sounds good. Let's move on. We have uh, we have brought back the favourite post of the week segment lately because we've actually bothered to look and pick out our favourite post of the week. Now, I, I can see your favourite post of the week in the run sheet, and um, I think I think I, I'm just going I'm just going to jump in and go first. Now, um, I would like to acknowledge the fact that uh, people are now saying that this was a mistake, by the way. But uh, the seventy dollar trip to con. It is the it's the seventy dollar trip to con is the new twenty dollar jet fire. Um, it is slightly it more was. expensive. But <laughs> holy hell! So Toys R Us accidentally apparently marked yeah. down trip to con from two hundred ninety nine dollars to sixty nine ninety five. Um, wow! That that is like that that is one hell of an accident. Um, yeah. So there's, there's a Transformers fan working behind the counter somewhere. Done yeah, that. They, yeah, <laughs> they just, they accidentally they accidentally slipped when they were entering in the new price for that. It was probably meant to, it was probably meant to get like a thirty dollars discount, and be like two hundred and seventy or something. But um, yeah, so it, it's the week of the seventy dollars trip to con. I've got mine on order. I'm expecting it to arrive early next week. I've I've heard of other people. I've heard of other people getting theirs uh, getting theirs dispatched earlier than mine was today. I think mine might have been the last, some of the last ones out the door from the online order. But um, yeah, people have been walking into stores and getting it. Um, I, I think it's fantastic. There's uh, the, yeah, there's the, nothing nothing beats a good cheap transformer going on sale for people to just go. You know what? I don't really like that figure, but fuck it, I'm going to buy it. Right? <laughs> I'm going to get it just for the fact of it. <laughs> I'm going to. Well, I so I had no interest in buying this. I walked in. I walked into Toys R Us in uh, Parramatta a couple of weeks ago, and I looked at it. And I was like, two hundred ninety nine dollars. That's ridiculous. And then today, or yesterday, seventy dollars. I'll have that. <laughs> I've, I've spent. I've spent. I've spent more money on smaller figures. So like, whatever. Yeah. And we'll talk yeah. about that, and uh, we'll talk about that in the. Uh, the uh, the new new figure section later on. So, Brad, what was your favourite post of the week? Because I think this is going to be controversial for me. Oh, before we get there, it's just mm-hmm. we had a lot of um, a lot of people going to Toys R Us today. Some striking lucky and seeing one or two there. A lot of people finding either sold out or um, I know one or two people they've uh, they've had their online store um, orders cancelled and then have to wait five days to get the seventy bucks back. So, oh. Yeah, that's pretty poor form. Yep. So, Although, if you got one, actually, I'm led to believe like if you pay with PayPal and stuff, because I think I paid with PayPal on my online order. Like, it can actually be PayPal that um, that delays your uh, your refund. 
Yeah, yeah, good point. Good point. But uh, my favourite post of the week, if I just get this screen share to work. I think we need to get you a quieter mouse for subsequent weeks. <laughs> I need to move away from the thing. Um, I think Christian Lando posted this of uh, mm. LEK Custom Toys. They've done. They've been working on some of the G1 figures, doing cell shading, and uh, those for the podcast that are listening. Um, we've got Grimlock or MP08, MP10, uh, Masterpiece Magnus, and MP11. He done up in some glorious cell shading. So um, I'm, I'm less of a fan of this post. Um, I kind of I, I feel like the whole cell shading stuff has been done to death now. I, like every other day we now see like, oh, I've, I've cell shaded my masterpiece figure or something. But thing is that first of all, first of all, there's, there's two different kinds of, of cell shading, right? Like cell shading is meant to make a figure look flat. It's not meant to have all these highlights all over it. Um, the thing is that if you look back, to, if you look back at the original G1 animation, most of it was flat, but there were mm. certain scenes where the animators put in a huge extra effort, and you got all this additional shading and stuff. And that was mostly also in the movie as well, and I think in the last episode of season three, especially. Mm. But um, yep. So, like in general, cell shading is meant to make something look like it's cell animated, like it's like it's two D. But there's you know this sort of additional one that has it, it has a light source. And that's kind of the point to me is that there's meant to be a light source to your cell shading. And so the light reflections are meant to actually track back to that source. They're not just meant to be someone just wildly painting brighter lines over something else and trying to make it look shiny that way. It just, it, it rings false to me. I think, um, I think Justin pointed out in the, uh, in the thread you're talking about that, um, like it's, it's not actually, it's actually something that's really easy to do badly. And, I feel like some of those figures, if they'd shown them on their own, they'd look a lot better than they do altogether. But mm. yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I, I just, I kind of find um, someone someone did the cell shading trick on Prime a few months ago and they're like, hey, I made him look like he looks in devastation and he really did look like he looked in devastation because they actually went to the trouble of actually mimicking the the highlights and the look in, in the game. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I think everything everyone since then is just copying it. Like people need to do something original with their customizations. That they shouldn't just look at what everyone else has done and do the same thing. Yeah, well, that original Prime, and I think more so for the Samway we've seen a couple of months ago. Um, they look very two D, even though it's a three D figure that's being mm -hmm. photographed. Yeah, um, see, I, I don't get I don't get the two D nature from these figures at all. Well. Especially because Star Screams on his pad, but that Grimlock, I reckon, looks two D. So, like, I, I actually, I reckon Star Scream is actually one of the problems with that picture. Yeah. Um, Magnus is quite well done. Prime, I feel, is too shiny, and Grimlock, I feel, is. I don't know. There's something. There's something up with Grimlock that I'm not really. I'm not really quite happy with. Having the shadow behind Magnus adds that three D to it that doesn't need to be there. Yeah, I suppose I that's just the way it's photographed, I guess. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. Anyway. See, like, see, Grimlock doesn't look very two D to me. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, enough enough yeah. of me being the old man who's yelling at the cloud. <laughs> um, you dead kids. <laughs> I, I think I think I might uh, I think I might move on. There's a little bit of news to talk about from Hasbro this week. 
Um, Hasbro seems to have uh, created a new subline of Transformers called Flip Racers. Now, it, those of us who remember the uh, the movie toys, it might not be um, it might not be quite as uh, you know quite as um, what, what am I saying? They might not be quite as bad as the uh, the, the the flip up races that just had like a, a robot painted on the, on the bottom of them. These figures look like they might actually um, they might actually transform oh, unless they Good legs are over the top of them. <laughs> you know, I actually, I actually think so. TFW's put a put an image next to this, and I don't think they've actually. I don't think it's actually the real, um, the real thing because I think they've put a picture of Jump Starters there. Yeah, looks like it. So um, yeah, flip races. It seems likely that they race and they flip. Um, mm. They're probably going to be a. They're probably going to be a fairly kid centric uh, subline for whatever happens in Titans Return, perhaps. Or yep. it could be a part of Robots in Disguise. We never know. Um, let's let's move on because uh, TFW also posted a lovely gallery this week of uh, Combiner Wars Skylinks. Um, the you know the Skylinks almost needs no introduction. He's the classic Autobot shuttle slash. I don't even know what his animal is. He's, he's a lynx, so like he's he's meant to be a giant cat of. Of some kind, but um, yeah. He's, so he's got the shuttle with the mouth, right? He's like yep. he's like De Deadpool is the the Merc with the mouth. Skylinks is the shuttle with the mouth. But um, yeah. So Skylinks is kind of notable for not really having a robot mode. He's probably one of the first actual beast formers, really. But um, yeah. So the the Combiner Wars version of him, um, it's a brand new mold. We haven't seen this mold before, uh, and you know he actually he looks like a pretty good. Uh, a pretty good homage to G1 Skylinks. What, what do you think? There's a bit of uh, chatter going on at the moment with his... Apparently, his hips are real loose. Um, mm -hmm. And his shuttle, his shuttle mode doesn't peg in uh, really well. Um, yeah, but what do, you, what do you think of him? Like, how, how does he look? Oh, I love it. I love it. And I'm not... Like I've said before, I won't be getting this to combine in Sky Rain mode. Um just to have this thing as as a G1 Sky or as a combinable Skylinks, I'm more than happy with. I don't know if he's going to be in shuttle mode or in his uh, Skylinks mode, although this is probably the best way to pose him or to display him. So I'm, I'm definitely on board mm -hmm. with combinable Skylinks. Yeah, cool. I, yeah. I, look, look I, I like the look of him. Um, I'm probably not going to get him, but yeah. Um, there are a few pictures in that article of the uh, combined form of uh, Sky Rain as well. I don't really understand why he's got a lion's head in combined mode as Sky Rain, but like, whatever. Go, yeah. you, you go for it, Hasbro. Well, that's the Lynx head that you don't get when you uh, have him in Lynx mode, but I think there's a fan, there's a, a fan, com a fan uh, transformation where you can actually get that to happen, so... Yeah, there's a, there's actually uh, there's actually the final the final uh, photo in the article sort of shows him down on all all fours. Yeah, that's all right. Um, so yeah, <laughs> so so Skylinks is uh, on his way out in the next the next wave or so. Um, I think because we're just getting we're just getting uh, onslaught and the uh, Combaticons really, yeah. really sort of spreading around around the country. I think the next wave, so, um, the next wave has a bunch of Autobot limbs. So um, I think it's uh, Wheeljack and Co. and um, and uh, Skylinks as the main torso. Yeah, it should be April, I reckon. 
I probably should say it. Hopefully, yeah. That is just a month away. So let's see how it goes. It is. All right. <laughs> let's move on. Um, we did have we had the surprise announcement of a new masterpiece figure today. Uh, that was that was literally just today. Uh, masterpiece MP thirty one Delta Magnus is the Diaclone paint paint job version of Ultra Magnus. Um, surprise. So, so yeah, yeah. So, so surprising nobody, really, is what we're saying. Um, the uh, so we all knew that Ultra Magnus's mold was going to be difficult for Takara to reuse for anything, and so um, they've reused it for the exact same figure, but just with a different paint job, which is kind of the masterpiece way by now. So um, yeah, we should be okay with this. We should we should be well used to it. Um, so it is basically it is essentially, I believe, powered convoy was the original. Um, the original uh, name for this figure in the in the Diaclone uh, or for the Ultra Magnus in the Diaclone range is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, it's powered convoy. So um, yeah, mm. enjoy if you've if you've always wanted yourself uh, a powered convoy but couldn't really afford it. Now you can get a masterpiece version of it. For those of you that have to have every masterpiece number in your collection, I apologise, but at least this one's got a bit more or a bit better paint. A bit more of a variety of paint and detail than what the uh, Magnus did. Um, yeah. So he's he's yeah. due for release um, August, and he's going to be 190 US dollars. We'll be interested to see what happens to that price when it makes it out here. That's interesting. It's 31, but it's coming out before Primal. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It is. I don't know. Maybe, maybe Primal's due out um, around the same time, isn't it? No, he's May or June, I think. Oh, then he is coming out uh, before it. Yeah. Well, that, so what's wrong with that? Oh, nothing, but Primal's 30. Yeah, so 30 comes it's out 31. in May or June, and then 31 comes out in August. Oh, August. Sorry, I thought you said April. All right. No, yeah. no it's all right. <laughs> the, <laughs> no. The, the timing does seem to <laughs> fit. <laughs> well, that's, well, that's one. So we've still got one more masterpiece figure for the year that we haven't seen yet. Uh, theoretically, and yes. Remember, and I remember figure hasn't yeah. or Christmas figure hasn't turned up yet. So um, this, I fully understand it. Um, the one-off characters, yes, Shockwave can be grey, but pretty much he's a one-off hot rod. I don't know what else you can do with hot rod. You're not going to get these figures if you don't have repaints. Um, whether you I, need I, five I that. five Datsuns. I assume they'll do a nemesis of uh, Hot Rod or something. I don't know. But I don't have a problem with the Datsuns. Like, the Datsuns are legitimate characters in their own regard. Yeah, the Datsuns and Lambos, you got five of each character, five of each mold, and they're all good yeah. figures. They're all got good paint. Yep, no issue whatsoever. All right, let's move on. Um, we've got. Also on the TFW 2005, there's some news of a new series of Q Transformers figures that don't transform. Good job, guys. Uh, they're they're non-transforming Gashapon Q Transformers. Uh, so they've got a picture. It's a fairly fairly small picture. Um, you're probably gonna have to scroll right up to the oh. top of the article there. That is it. See, I, I can't zoom on that. <laughs> yes, you can. If you hit Control Plus, then you you most certainly can. This is an awkward pause while we wait for Brad to find the control key and the plus key. There we go. And again. 
And again, come oh, on, yeah, let's, let's get it. Yeah, keep going. Well, keep let's see what I can do. How low can you yeah. go? That's fine. That's fine. Let's yeah, leave it at that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so we have uh, uh, we have uh, Prime, Bumblebee, Jazz, RC, and for some reason, Lockdown, so whatever. Um, but, yeah, so these guys, uh, they look a little bit more uh, animation accurate. Not that Lockdown was ever in uh, animation. Oh, no, sorry. The, what? I don't know what's That looks on. like Magnus. <laughs> it does. It does look like Magnus. It's kind of crazy. Mm. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, so they're closer to some kind of animation. And these guys, although they're the same size as the uh, regular Q Transformers, which are really small and cute, um, they've actually got additional articulation. So uh, the neck, shoulders, and both elbows um, are all... <laughs> you, can, you can move them and you can pose them all, but you just can't transform them into the vehicle modes that they so want to be. Because that's the, that's the animated shock uh, lockdown head too. Not yeah, it's kind, of, it's kind of weird. Lockdown has sort of been um, hastily rewritten <laughs> into this into Transformers lore, I think. Yep. Takara has also released in yet another one of their video updates uh, some comparison pics, or at least a comparison pic and some more detailed pics of uh, their masterpiece, Optimus Primal. Yeah, um, this is, as, as we were just talking, this is... Um, no, I've got no. I've I've got no idea what's happening with the masterpiece numbering now because we just revealed that um, we just revealed yeah. that De- Delta Magnus is MP thirty one and uh, no, apparently it's actually um, Optimus. Who knows? You know, I I, I reckon no, they're just no. I reckon they're just going to pull. Op- I reckon they're just going to pull Optimus Primal out of the MP series and just release him as a standalone. Just you watch. But Hot Rod's twenty eight. Shockwave's twenty nine. So this would be thirty. Rat- which makes- Ratchet is thirty. Ah. Well, okay. <laughs> oh, oh my, oh my! Do do we know what's do we know what's happened? Uh, you know, yeah. I bet I know what's happened. I bet you this is no longer MP thirty one. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. I, I, I reckon it. I reckon it's either going to they're either going to start a new series, thus pleasing half the people on TCCA, or they're just going to uh, scrap scrap the uh, scrap the numbering and release them as a separate masterpiece, thus pleasing the other half. BW01, please. BW01. Let's do it. Hashtag. MBW. Anyway, yeah, there's a whole bunch of new photos from him. So, so. yeah. Um, Are you getting this guy? I will be. You will be? Do you love him? The ape mode still, I understand it, but I'm not still 100% on it. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, that that, uh, bot mode is just awesome. Love it, I love it. <laughs> not my I've, I've only weird. got yeah, I've only got the original uh, Beast Wars Primal, not the. Uh, I don't know if it's a, the ten year anniversary or commemorative edition, whatever the new one is. I haven't got that, but um, this looks good. He's got his arm cannons. He's got his head cannons. He can fly. Well, he's not a flying toy, but he's got his jetpack. <laughs> um, and I love. Uh, I'll just scroll down here. Yeah, his scale beside. The original Dinobot. He doesn't scale too well for the original figure, but it, it gives you he's, definitely he's a size. He's not meant to. Stop saying no. he doesn't scale no. well. Okay. Yeah, no. he's, um, <laughs> he's, he's a Voyager size, and I love that. Mm-hmm. I want to see this next to Rhinox. All right. Since we are confused yeah. over the masterpiece numbering tonight, it is fair <laughs> to say that the next article might set us straight. 
Uh, Cybertron <laughs> posted new images of MP30, Masterpiece Ratchet. Um, uh, I got to say, I'm not really seeing why these pictures are new. I'm pretty sure we've seen that pose before. And Exactly. That's what I thought when I was looking through them. All we get, we get a, a full accessory count by the looks of it. And where they may go on his sled. The only isn't two it, figures I'll see. Isn't that just the same as Ironhide, though? Uh, I mean, essentially, it. but essentially, it's the same thing. Like the, the he gets weapons and stuff that gets stuck on a sled, and yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. We knew this was coming. A few more, he gets a few more little pistols and lackeys and he gets his oxy torch, flame. Yeah, that's right. I already closed the tab. Um, yeah, it's not that, he's, it's he's, not that new. Like those 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 pictures are not new. That's poor reporting from Cybertron. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. Um, let's let's have a look at let's have a look at this. Um, so Keith's Fantasy Club, better known as KFC, uh, there's a new version of their Haymaker cassette called Hammer Fright because like third party names have never been shit or anything like that. Um, I don't even I don't even know what this thing is. Have you got any is ideas? That, is that Slugfest? There's a there's a tape. Oh yeah, yeah, he does. He does. So the first image was really, really bad, um, really badly done. But yeah, no, he looks like um, he looks like Blaster's little uh, dinosaur cassettes. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. If that if that's what it's supposed to be, um, uh, this is something that come after G one, surely. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't know where these come into the thing. From all I've heard, KFC their tapes are. Rubbish. Um, <laughs> if you have their tapes and they're good, let us know so we don't. If you have KFC them. tapes and they're good, um, please address your complaints to <laughs> to Brad. Not not off the shelf. <laughs> Transformers cca at gmail dot com. Yeah, yeah, that. Um, yeah. There's no yeah. color. That's a tape for a masterpiece cassette. Uh, whether it goes with their transistor or what, but still. Mm. Yeah, no, he's uh, kind of weird. I'm closing that tab already. Yeah. Cool. So, um, Planet X. We're, we're, so, we're through We're through Takara news now, right? Um, I think that's it for Takara news this week. So, uh, yeah, we're on to third party. So, um, Planet X, we, we were talking about their uh, prototype of uh, War Within Optimus Prime last week. They've released some prototype photos of their War Within Starscream. And... Uh, He's looking. He's looking all right. He's looking. Um, he's looking sort of like a giant scaled up version of the. Um, I guess the the deluxes from the uh, the deluxe seekers from Fall of Cybertron, which I guess that means that he looks right. Um, the seekers had seekers had odd feet designs in uh, in the Fall of Cybertron line, so I didn't really I didn't really take to them. But I guess the rest of their jet design was pretty good because they are quite well quite well uh, sought after figures. Oh, I have a big problem. I, I have a big problem with this. Go on. The jet mode. Mm-hmm. Since no, not G one because I actually pulled it off for a very long time. Whenever someone's made a jet transformer, you always get the jet with the robot kibble under it. This is the complete opposite. This is a robot that's trying to be a jet, and it looks absolutely horrendous. I reckon I, painted, it might look better. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, 
So the, so the, problem, so the problem that you have at the moment is that um, because and we, we, we've been saying this for a while on these prototype shots, like they bring out a lot of detail in the figure. And I think in the case of these prototypes, it's probably too much detail. Like there's one shot I'm looking at where you can just, all you can see is like holes with screws in them when you look at the body of the, uh, the body of the jet but i think if that was painted and those the parts of those limbs were black or a dark color i think it would look fine yeah i i've got no the robot mode i have no issue with that is 100 percent for cybertron starscream it's just they've gone they've made the robot then gone oh shit we need to make this into a jet and just yeah, the the the, the, feet, the feet of the back do look a little bit comical, but um, I don't know. It's it's early days and it's a prototype. Mm. Let's give them a chance to let's give them a chance to see you know, where they take it. Yeah, yeah, and I I have full faith in Planet X because they have done no wrong to me previously. Um, yeah, I just wasn't impressed when I seen this jet mode, but it's a Cybertron jet. I can understand um, it can be a little bit off. So yeah. Let's um let's move on then, because uh, um, Dance Nine, who we've we've talked we've spoken about a lot in terms of their uh, their figure um, their figures Carrie and Tyrant and um, who was what, what was the uh, what was the the black version Hulky. of Carrie? No, no, uh, the, the, the black version of Carrie, the larger figure. Um, anyway, they, they yeah. we've been talking about these guys a lot lately. They also have a small run of figures or a run of small figures called War in Pocket. They're pretty much legend sized transformers but they're really quite they're quite detailed and they're quite poseable um they've been doing they've been doing these figures for quite a while and um if you if you see these figures out in the shop um pick them up have a look at them and you'll probably want to buy one they they look they look really quite good now so they've got a new uh they've got a new one out that uh they've uh, shown some prototype figures at the moment um he's cup so he's a he's he's called twofold. I don't really know why. I'm guessing that it's um like Yiddish for cup or something like that. That's that's <laughs> how these uh, how these names go. Um, they haven't shown him in his vehicle mode, but um, they've uh, they have shown him up against uh, Rodimus from Combiner Wars. Another Combiner Wars, yeah, that really puts him in scale. Yeah, and so like you can you can just see like how poseable he is at that scale as opposed to um, <laughs> as, as he pulls up of the legends and like i gotta say i really like the legends figures so mm. um yeah it's interesting but there's also there's also a photo where he's standing next to rodimus and um their war in pocket blur is also seen on the other side of him so um yeah it's pretty pretty impressive mm. um we don't know when he's we don't know when he's been released we don't we don't really know when he's coming so uh we don't know how much he's going to cost but i assume it's going to cost about the same as the other other ones if you've been collecting them there are a few people out there who collect these guys um they've got a they have a um you mentioned him earlier uh hulky which is their yeah. uh their tiny version of devastator and um he's supposed to be pretty good as, as far as i'm aware he looks really nice um mm. there's a there's a size comparison picture of him i i'm kind of tempted to get hulky actually like i i have i have a small space because you can see behind me i have a small space to display my collection now um there is a an sdcc devastator up on the shelf behind me so maybe i need to put a little devastator there so that i can i can sort of trade down and show more figures at smaller scale an itty bitty one <laughs> itty bitty yeah i use it itty, itty bitty teeny weeny yellow yellow bulk yellow polka dot cup <laughs> I I seen the photo for this during the week and I thought my money is to them and then I 
was a, then when I seen the uh, him beside Hot Rod or Rodimus, I thought, wait, it's a legend, not a masterpiece. Mm. I I um, want this that, as that thudding sound as you move your mouse around as uh, sorry again. Damn it! I I want this as masterpiece. I need a masterpiece cup. <laughs> I really do. Yeah, it's kind of funny. No one's really no one's committed to a, a masterpiece cup. Um, and this, ever, like, this people are getting multiple multiple masterpiece figures of other characters. Like, why don't why don't we why don't we just sort of plant the seed? Let's let's start a rumor next week that um, like Fans Toys is doing a masterpiece cup because that means that Bad Cube will find out about the rumor and they'll announce a masterpiece cup, um, and then Make Toys will probably Transmods, fall in X, X Transmods will jump on it as well. Mm-hmm. It's just it's a thirty. And then when, when they when they eventually get around to releasing it, it'll be the wrong color. Uh-huh. Yeah. And and it'll be held together with chopsticks. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, I last just... <laughs> uh, last bit of last bit of third party news coming up. Um now I have a couple of these figures, the uh, the fans project function X lines. Um I've got two of the earlier figures, um uh Smart Robin and Code, which is uh, Brainstorm and um uh, Brainstorm and Chrome Dome. Now they've they've released some new figures of uh, their Function X10. So the line's been going for quite a while now, um, and he's um, Browning, or Browning Two, aka Highbrow. Now I think this actually makes it the second time that they've done Highbrow, but um, I guess they really really like Highbrow, and so um, yeah, they they're coming back around for another stab at him. Now there's only two images. There's one sort of a, a semi semi-posed bot mode um which i think yeah brad's bringing up there now yeah and uh, then the other one is the the um the uh, helicopter mode um you know like i feel i feel bad saying this but like the function x bots don't really do it for me anymore they mm. they i i find i find the function x bots uh they're quite a throwback to sort of a, a G1 design where they've just got sort of got their, the, the, the body, arms and legs, but they've just got a bit of extra articulation in those limbs. And I kind of feel like the third-party Transformers game has moved on a little bit past that. Yeah, it's, it's a good-looking figure. Um, it just it seems in this very simplistic. Yeah, it just seems very simplistic. Um, mm which is hard to justify the obvious third-party price that's going to be with him. Yeah, um, he'll probably be about 100 120 bucks. So it'd be a Voyager then? They are pretty much Voyager size. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, about that. Yeah. Which which is a nice size bot, and he definitely looks solid for the Voyager scale. Um, I've got no, no uh, history, knowledge, all the above for this. Um, mm. But it does look it does look good, and as you said, it sort of reminds me of uh, maybe early Cybertron, just the, in the alt mode more so, just the way it's sort of modular, um, and sort of the how the what, how the colours work, you know. Yeah, yeah, maybe. that's all right. No, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to. They're not getting my money. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, let's move on. Last bit of news for the night. Um, if you, I, I've seen a few people in the in the group talking about some uh, collectors' books, like valuation books and catalogs and stuff lately. So um, this is a, this is probably of interest to those guys. Mark Bellamo um, has uh, put together a paperback 
called the the ultimate guide to vintage transformers action figures um looks like he's going to be covering a lot of g1 figures according to according to the artwork on the book some, some amazingly, uh, amazingly good condition figures on the front on the front cover of this book. <laughs> That's probably not too surprising given the subject matter, but um, possibly yeah. KOs. <laughs> uh, they're probably not likely to be KOs. I think that would be uh, really insulting, actually. Yeah. But um, it's, it's good. It's yeah. been a few years since we've got a sort of a. Are we calling it? We're not calling it official. Oh, yes, work first. Okay, yep. So I suppose official uh, price guide collection book. So uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think this is a price guide. Like I, th I, I think a price guide is something that's a little bit too ephemeral to actually print these days. Like it's a guide. Like you know about the. I assume it's about the some of the design of the figures, who worked on them, things like that. Um, you know, I, even I, if it even if it just includes accessories weapons sort of like a full layer of what each figure had i think it'd be enough without prices yeah. now so there is actually a link um so the news was posted on cybertron there is a link over to um <laughs> there is a link over to it and for one for once it does not support uh, amazon's look inside the book so oh. Uh, there's no chance whatsoever to get a preview of what's going on in the book, but uh, I'm sure. So this is this is actually due for release in July. So I'm sure in the lead up we'll we'll see more about it and uh, yeah, maybe see some sample spreads from it. It'd be interesting. Yeah, because so. yeah. oh, I know I've got the uh, it might be the 25th anniversary price guide book, um, and it's it's definitely yeah, a good resource. Yeah, it's just definitely a good resource to look through. You've got the full lineup of G1 characters there, whether you tick and flick, whether you got them or not. Um, you can see what each one come with. It helps with uh, identifying weapons, that sort of stuff. Um, they're 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 a great resource to have. Sounds I'll good. Definitely, I'll be definitely jumping on on this and seeing if I can get one. Might even get one to give away. We'll see. Yeah, I, I, so I'm interested in getting one of these as well. Like I've. So I've got the Transformers uh, Vault, and I've also got the uh, the Simon Furman Ultimate Guide as well, which yep. is not not quite as nice. But um, the Transformers Vault is fantastic. So like any of these any of these books that really sort of delve into the history of the brand and the toys and the designs, um, yeah, I think I'm going to be right there for. So yeah, my, 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 pay, my pay to start um, start making some inquiries with some local booksellers, and uh, yeah, make a post on the group if we find someone that's going to be stocking it. Yeah, true. Yep. And we've also uh, the Legacy book series that come out not too long ago for the uh, box art from across yes. the G1. That's uh, a, I hear, I haven't got it in hand. I haven't seen it, but apparently that's a very good uh, a very good look to at some of that box art because I'd say sixty percent of collectors in the group uh, that have G1 figures and they wouldn't have boxes, so they wouldn't mm. they wouldn't know what they're missing. Yeah, so. fair enough. Yep. A, lot, a lot of these books are great to get if you can get them. Um, Amazon have it normally have books half price, under half price, five, six months later. So it's always good to get out there and see if you can pick up one. They're a great read. Cool. They're a great table piece. Sounds good. I think it might be time for us to uh, move on from the news and get to new acquisitions. Uh, we've got sort of a few minutes left on the show. Um, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna go second this week. You can go first. What what are your new acquisitions this week? Uh, I'll just grab him. Um, Alan Jones, one of the customizers in the group. He had the was the camera. He had this guy, Alternator's Hound. Uh, he's missing a door, which I don't he's care. A, he's um, a jeep. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it. You take the door off, and he's a nice summer no door jeep anyway. But um, he's a great figure. I've only got a couple of the Alternator's line. Uh, I definitely want to get a few more because uh, it's just great rubber tyres, great solid build, a fairly simple transformation. I uh, got it off him and put him in Jeep mode within about five minutes. So, yep. and it looks like it looks like a hound. So, I'm uh, I'm going to start looking at more more of the alternatives, alternative. I think, some, line. I think some of um I think some of Binal Tech had some really really nice figures, but I think later on they had some really really lazy figures as well. Um, yep. I felt like um I felt like as they went to the end of the line, they really they really phoned in some of the designs. But early on, they had some really really nice they had some really nice gimmicks with the way the um not gimmicks just tricks that they tra- they used in the transformation process. So like instead of like compacting compacting uh, legs in upon themselves. You just bent the leg up and then the windows sort of like formed over the leg. and it, it, Make a bend. No, 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 no. It's, no it, was, it was intended to do that. Um, yeah. And yeah, like, I, I felt like some of, the, some of the transformations were pretty interesting. And I feel like some of the transformations that we sort of take for granted these days on deluxe figures, I feel like they originated in vinyl tech because um, like the line is getting on 10, 10 over 10 yeah. years old now. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But I've got so, I've got um, I've got the smoke screen, which is the WRX, uh, and the two Dodge Vipers, which is Sideswipe and Sunset Dead, dead End. Oh, Dead End is it? Mm-hmm. Dead End's the um, black one. Oh, okay. Um, they're they're both sort of robot modes, not that good. But you've got pretty much a one thirty two scale car they, that transforms. They, are, they absolutely put all the effort into the car mode. Yeah. yeah yep. Yeah, I think but they I'd had love, to I'd they actually license the license the cars. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to see the line return personally, but yeah. I don't know. Like, I kind of feel like it's something that they did and they're done, and it, it's best that they move on to something. Speaking of moving on from vinyl tech, it's time <laughs> to talk about my acquisition this week, which um, after vinyl tech came Alternity, and. Um, Alternity was a slightly slightly scaled down vinyl tech. The, the figures are a little bit smaller, but um, as you can see from you can see from that they are quite uh, they are quite detailed. Um, and once again, Prime is a sports car, um, which is a little <laughs> bit odd. But I, I think it's no more odd than making him a, a um, pickup truck. But um, I also so I acquired this from uh, Tim Spirik in the group. Uh, thank you very much, Tim. And I'm going to say, um, I'm not opening it up to find out because it's mint in sealed box. So um, oh. in, in his box for his age, because there is a, so I, I have, I have sort of a, um, I have a statute of limitations on opening um, boxed figures. Once they become that old, nope, in the box they stay. Um, I have, I don't, I don't think I've actually opened up. Um, I've, I've got a couple of the other alternative figures, but like I said, having gotten to the end of Vinyl Tech and deciding that, um, yeah, you know what, some of some of Vinyl Tech kind of sucked. Um, I looked at what I looked at what they were doing with Alternity, and I just decided it wasn't for me. But I had actually already ordered a couple of a couple of the figures, but stupidly I had missed 
getting Optimus Prime, which is of course the most the best selling alternative figure of all time. That's <laughs> really really hard to get, get your hands. On. So um, I was really 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 happy to get this from Tim. Um, uh, and it nice. has it has been an Optimus Prime week for me as well because after having a after having a um, a classic Ultra Magnus that I got with the uh, in the Magnus and Skywalker two pack. I finally got myself a, uh, a Classics Prime. He is ah. one hell of a good-looking figure. Um, sort of belies his age, actually. Like, this figure, the uh, the leg stamp, which you, you're not going to be able to see on the camera anyway, the leg stamp, 2006. This is a 10-year-old figure, wow. and doesn't he look the bomb? He's got a lot of paint on him. He sure does, yeah. He's, yeah. he's a great-looking figure. Like, the reds and the blues are right there. And this is probably one of the first times that they really added yellow into yeah. Prime. It really works. Yeah. Um, yep. it, it, it came up. Well, actually, I say one of the first times, but I mean, like, he, or, he or always had some yellow on him in G1. It was just in his crotch. But, yeah, um, they've spread the yellow a little bit further on this. Mm. And, yeah, no, he's, he's a good-looking Prime. People say that he's one of the best Primes, and uh, I think there's um, no dispute in that whatsoever. It's very true. And <laughs> well, you only, got, you only got to look at that compared to the Prime Megatron 2-pack Platinum Edition we got coming up where he's half blue and half red and no paint detail at all. Sorry, isn't, isn't that the movie colours? Hmm. Oh, snap. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. I say that only because I know you're a movie lover. But that's okay. <sighs> we, can, we, can, we can all get along. Um, there is one <laughs> other figure that I acquired this week, and he's kind of pretty well sought after in, in the group at the moment. Dun, dun, dun. Hello, Shockwave. Ah. So that's um, two things I've purchased from Toys R Us this week because I purchased uh, Trypticon and uh, I purchased Shockwave. When I, when I went into Toys R Us on Sunday and I got Shockwave, Trypticon was behind the counter at $299. So. <laughs> Just uh, it just goes to show what can happen if, um, you know, in, in the space of a week, if in the space of a week, if you drop the if you drop the price on a toy that's not particularly popular, it will suddenly maintain, it will suddenly pick up its popularity. So, yeah. uh, what do you got there? I've got a couple of uh, off-topic. Okay, I've got two off-topic things. I don't know. <laughs> um, I got a cane. Was oh there you go. Is it Kane <laughs> with face hugger? <laughs> and then sure, I got this surely one here. That is, surely that is not real merchandise. Yeah, but that one's got the chest burster. No, there is no way like... this is real merchandise. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> um, who makes it? Re reaction figures. Mm. I don't know. I don't. I don't okay. think. These, I don't think these guys are officially licensed. I was just say they're Funko. <laughs> Yeah, it's got Alien copyright 2014, 20th Century Fox on the back. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, but I just, I just love how it's got his little penile coming out of his chest. <laughs> really? Is that is that where we're going? Okay, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I tried right. to flip and change Grimlock for him. I was happy. <laughs> wow. Oh. Oh. Okay. Hmm. No, fair enough. It was flip and change. That's okay. I think that's going to bring us to the end of the show. I think we've think we've managed to just bring this in about on an hour, so kind of happy with that. Um, that works what, well. What 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 is happening? What's coming up for the the week ahead? What are we doing? What are we up to? This week, uh, 
Australia Post have lost some of the uh, collector cards that went out. I've uh, resent some of those. Um, the group itself, not a lot this week. Um, I'm going to be in either Melbourne or Sydney again on Sunday night in my truck. So I, either Melbourne or Sydney. It's good to have certainty. Yeah, I know. Um, if you wake up on Monday morning and see a news article about a truck being in the wrong spot, <laughs> that's me. We'll see what happens with that. Not stuck in a, not stuck in um, Collins uh, in Little Collins Street in Melbourne, but yeah. Or maybe Montague, or Montague Street. I know about that one. So, um, yeah, it's going to be. Uh, it'll be a light week, I think. Um, we are looking. We're steaming towards Gold Coast Supernova and Melbourne Supernova for the first two weekends in April. So, just working out what we're going to do, table arrangements and everything for those. So, yeah, that's going to yeah. get busy. All right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I should. I should. Um, I should see if I can take a trip up to the Gold Coast. It might be interesting. Yeah. We'll give yep. it a try. Yeah, cool. Yep. All right. Um, I think that's it. Uh, just a quick little programming note, guys. You can find the podcast on iTunes. So um, if you do have iTunes or if you have an itunes bull computer, um, please head over to the podcast on iTunes and give us a give us, give us a review. We like, we like a review. We like it if it's a positive review. If it's a negative review, mm. kind of don't bother. Um, but, um, yeah, head on over. The link is in the show notes and it is on the website as well. And, uh, of course, you may be watching this podcast on YouTube. The podcast does go up as a video on YouTube. Uh, it's basically a recording of The Hangout, which is um, what we're doing right now. So, yeah, uh, the link to the YouTube channel is on the TCCA site and, again, in the show notes. So yep. thank you for listening. And, um, mm. yeah, it's going to be good night from good night from me because uh, it is getting fairly late into the Friday night as we do this record. And, uh, yeah, yep. we'll, we'll see you next week. We'll, we'll see you next week. You'll see us next week, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Good night. Thank you for downloading this latest episode of Off the Shelf, the voice of the Transformers Collectors Club Australia. For further information, check out Facebook, where we have our Off the Shelf page. Hit like, or even check out the Transformers Collectors Club Facebook group. Any and all feedback is more than welcome. Um, you can send email to transformerscca at gmail.com or head on over to iTunes and leave us a review there. Also, Podbean have a review section where you can rate us and that way we get out to more people. Till all are one.